The mayors in black want you to know that we think black lives matter. People of color matter. LGBTIQA plus lives matter. People with disabilities matter. We think all populations that have been systemically oppressed matter. We hear you. We see you. We know we benefit from these systems and we want to be better allies. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to Mares in Black. This is show 92, the mid-September 2022 newscast. This is the model podcast for hobbyists by hobbyists. I am Jackie. I am joined by the amazing and incredible Heather. <laughs> I thought you were going to say model. <laughs> wow. Well, let's just get right off to the races. It says Model Horse Podcast right up there. I, was I know. I so, know. I don't know where tripping my brain... Me up. I've been in a room full of nerdy engineer men all day. And it's, oh, sorry. It's getting to me. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, so, up, uh, so I'm going to go first because I know you okay. have lots to talk about. But I would like to share with everyone <laughs> that I found another yes. new game that I love. And it's basically oh. Animal Crossing with Disney characters. And it's called... Oh, is this this thing everybody's playing now? It's called... What? He's trying to be helpful. Josh, We're recording Josh a is, podcast, Josh. Josh. Is chiming in with, with well, helpful he wants to, reminders. Because I, do, I to, do forget a lot of stuff. So anyway, okay. it's called Dreamlight Valley. And yeah. um, it's all the stuff that Animal Crossing has plus a lot more stuff and it's a lot more interactive and it's a totally different animation style. It's Disney animation style. Yeah. Um, and it's not, it's like a kingdom. It's not a kingdom hearts crossover, is it? No, cause there's, You're no, not fi sure. there's no final. No, but there's no final fantasy in it. It's just Disney characters. Okay. And it, um, this, the style is not quite the same, but, mm -hmm. but closer I would say to Final Fan uh, to uh, Kingdom Hearts than even you know Animal Crossing yeah. is very simplistic yeah. design wise, but it's still kind of in beta. It's public beta in a way, even though you paid for it. So it's some Weird. trickery going on there. But um, so it's it's got its glitches, but it's been super fun, and I'm already hooked. So oh good. So Yay. it's taking out of my Hades time. Oh my god. <laughs> Where are you in Hades? Honestly, when um, I killed, uh, I beat Megara, and I assumed that they would just throw me back out on the second level, mm -hmm. the next hell, but now I'm back going through the same dungeon again, so I'm not really sure what's going on. Oh, I'll have I to read know. up on it. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it recognizes that I beat her, but... Maybe you get all the way through and you get to her boss room and you just go uh, up. Well, I would just, I thought it would look like the next dungeon that I went to with all the, the floor is lava type things. So I'm not quite mm. sure what's going on, but we'll see. We'll see. So tell cool. us about your time since we last recorded. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have been so <laughs> It's been so bananas. Um, so I went to Dragon Con and I had a very, very, I, very good time. I bet you I had did. a good time. Oh my god. I had so much fun. Um I'm really glad I worked out the month before I went to Dragon Con. 
as I needed to. Uh, but it was a lot of like, it was late nights and slept in oh, yeah. and it doesn't matter because it goes 24 hours a day. So you're not really missing anything. Um, but I had a great time. I saw, a t I saw a ton of Zelda cosplayers, which is great because like I'm often the only one. So it was wonderful to see all these other people. Um, there's a trading economy that goes on there, which I really liked. Um, and I kind of got into it like a little late. Like I was uh, the day I was a Pokemon, I was hanging out at the bar and somebody came over and gave me a mystic ribbon for my badge. That was my first ribbon. Nice. Um, and a couple times people chased me down to give me one. Um, I always carry a little bag of 3D printed rupees, which that's the currency in a Zelda game is a rupee. And um, I always carry them with me because I'm kind of like, oh, I'll find somebody some way to get, give these out or something. And I always forget to do it or there's not a good opportunity. So at one point I was uh, <laughs> there was somebody there who had a guardian like cosplay. It I moved. Yeah. It played. I music. saw that. It, it was it freaked me a out little, a little bit. It was a little unnerving. <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, that's too good." Um, so I knew it was going to be there and I was dressed as Link and I went to go take selfies in front of it because why not? Um, and as I'm doing that, and there's a bunch of Zelda people kind of just hanging out by the Guardian because that's the cool place to hang out. And um as I'm doing this, somebody dressed up as a character named Tingle, which I've never played a game with Tingle. Uh He's kind of got a little bit of a weird reputation in the games. I don't really know exactly what his deal is, but I know who he is. And somebody dressed up as Tingle, like, comes up and goes, hey, do you need a map? It's only 20 rupees, which I assume is his shtick in the game. And I kind of looked at him. I said, well, I have 20 rupees. And this guy broke character immediately and went, really? <laughs> so, I, so I gave him 20. <laughs> That's so amazing. I gave him 20. Yeah, so I gave him 20 rupees, and he's like, oh, I have some I printed out. And he's like, so we're trading, like, stickers and stuff like that. And uh, uh, then at one point, I saw a Witcher cosplayer. My original plan for Dragon Con 2020 was to buy a bunch of candy rupees and toss right. them at Witcher cosplayers because the Witcher was a hot thing at the time. Um, and that obviously did not come to pass, but I did see a guy dressed as kind of like a low-budget Witcher, and he had a sign saying, you know, cost a ton toss a coin to your witcher and I, and I tossed him a rupee and I thought he was gonna flip out he was like oh my god this is so cool I get it I'm like yeah so I had a good time uh I'd loved I want to go again probably not this probably not next year because uh we're going on a cruise and getting we're gonna be in Barcelona on the 28th and Dragon Con starts the 31st of August yeah, that's gonna so be that, a little tough that's not gonna work is what that is <laughs> so that's not happening um, so probably I'll go back in 2024, but, oh my God, I, had such, I just ugh, had a good time. I used to love to just sit on the, after everybody was smashed at about 11 o'clock at night, sit mm -hmm. out the carport at the, uh, at the Marriott Marquis and just people watch. It oh gosh. Unbelievable. Yeah. So much fun. Super high quality people watching. Amazing. Yeah. And everybody's like, normally like at other cons, I, I like, and it's been so long, so I don't want to sound yeah. like an authority anymore, but Dragon Con just has a different vibe to it. Oh, 100%. Like yeah, very 100%. communal, very, everybody's very friendly. Everybody's there to have a good time. Yeah. Very. I mean, know. I had, I had people run up to, I had, I had somebody like run up to me very excitedly. Like I follow you on Instagram and I was like, oh, that's so cool. You know, like 
Oh, that's awesome. That's wild. Like, yeah. like there's 65,000 people there. Yeah. And some dude was like, oh, my God, I know who you are. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, um, especially to con that size. That is so good. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Uh, love it. Anyway, good times. Um, so my other big news, my video game hold, news. Hold on I, to your hat, uh, y'all. Oh, my God, everybody. Um, so I haven't actually played a video game in, in several I know, I've been looking but, at yours like I'm off and on my Switch and it's like nine days, seven yeah, days. Yeah, I know. You know, ten days. And now it just says offline. I'm just like, ugh. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just I just haven't had well, because now New York City Comic Con's coming up and I've and I because of the next thing we're gonna talk about, I've suddenly have to make myself a new shield. Um but a week ago, <laughs> I have to, I'm compelled. Um if I had more time, I would be doing even more crazy stuff but a week ago there was a nintendo direct we kind of like there was some rumors that there was going to be one in in september and i was like i am not putting on the clown makeup for this nintendo direct because they're going to be talking about the games coming out this winter not dealing with it gotta work anyway it's tuesday so um so i just ignored it as much as i could and then <laughs> right about the time like the new briars got released the nintendo direct was ending and they end the last several minutes with the name of the new zelda game which is tears of the kingdom yeah and the release date which is may 12th just for you i watched the trailer yeah i'm very excited but that white shield that's the shield yeah anime. i figured it was i um, i I, yeah. I was amused by your facebook comment because you know living in the you know the sci-fi world watching you know uh, all these IP properties that are big deals, Star Wars, Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. you know, they'll drop a teaser that has maybe two scenes in it. And these oh, people yeah. just, just go crazy. 45 minute videos about, well, this is what I think is going to happen. Yep. That's what I think is happening. You're just like, first of all, on some of them, they're dead wrong because they've missed some oh, yeah. people, some part of the, the mythos. And the other part of it is just like, you're pulling that out of your butt, you're aren't you? pulling this out. Because <laughs> well, like, well, because we've seen the box art too. We got the box art and, you know, Link's wearing something, wearing stuff that's slightly different and where he normally has the, the Sheikah slate on his belt. There's something with these little glowing canisters and we know he loses an arm and gets like something happens to his arm. Um, so everybody's like, well, what is this? And what is it? And I've seen the tier the the game the game is tears of of the kingdom and there's tears are a repeating motif in zelda games there have been two that you've had to collect these various tiers uh twilight princess in order to clear the twilight say, from places i was gonna say uh, it's, with the missing arm it's the perfect crossover for full metal <laughs> yeah right oh that joke's already been that, that fan art's already out there um that fan art's from like 20 the the previous trailer when we saw him lose his arm and everybody was like oh shoot um but skyward sword also had this thing where he had to collect tears and like the absolute most terrifying point of the game that ugh, i really probably should have taken valium before he did that but whatever um <laughs> so i don't know if this means we're gonna be you know there's like oh yeah the the like the the last yeah that one minute trailer like i've yeah i've seen a 45 minute frame by frame video breaking down like who are these characters it could be this it could be that and like yeah the the youtube alerts i'm getting we've solved this i'm like you guys have solved nothing <laughs> that's called wild ass speculation 
<laughs> no, that's I not a call fact. shenanigans. I'm calling shenanigans. So anyway, I'm super excited. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to take one week off of work or two weeks off of work because I'm going to chain myself in the basement and eat, sleep, and drink Zelda. I mean, it is not unheard excited. of with men take a week off when their favorite game. Well, comes I did out. that for Age of Calamity. I told Dave, I'm like, I'm taking days off and I'm going to play. That's on the. I, and I, I thrashed my way through Age of Calamity. I don't think I'm going to go as fast with this game because what I liked about Breath of the Wild was you could just explore. Like, there, yeah, there's a story, but you can totally ignore the story and do all kinds of other stuff. Sure. And I'm hoping that kind of open world thing is present in this game because, I mean, I'd be up until like two in the morning because I'd be like, oh, what's over there? Oh, what's over there? Oh, what's over there? You know, you, you get to the thing you were looking for and then you find something else. And I know there's little, still little pockets I haven't seen yet. So, you know, so I'm excited. Yeah, I, was, I can't I'm, imagine. I'm ready to sink a thousand world. hours into this game. <laughs> I can't imagine they wouldn't do open world again. That's kind of its claim to fame. Well, yeah, yeah. But there was also like a lot of like the older Zelda fans were complaining that they didn't like how the story is parceled out and compared to other Zelda games, it is a very, it's more of a framework as to what happened. Cause you, you don't have your memory when you wake up and like the game I went to directly after breath of the wild was skyward sword, which is too handholdy. Like there's place, there's points on the map where it's literally just got you dropped in a, in like a tunnel that you cannot you know, used to Breath of the Wild, be like, oh, I'm just going to climb over there. I know you can't. He doesn't climb. No, I mean, sorry. Most, most, as they put yeah. it, most Zelda games are on rails. They're on rails. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Skyward Sword in particular is on rails. And then, like, when I was complaining about this, they're like, yeah, the game you played was the one that just throws you in the deep end of the pool and goes, hope you can swim, sucker. Right. <laughs> so I'm very, so I'm super excited. Super excited. Yay! Have multiple have multiple cosplays already planned from that. <laughs> One of which is he's basically wearing a toga that only covers half his chest. I'm trying to figure out how the heck I'm gonna pull that off. But anyway. Just get a get a bodysuit. Get a yeah, bodysuit. I, I yeah, so I looked or into at least that a, like and a I, bandeau, you know. Okay, so I, I've already looked into that. I don't want to do a full bodysuit thing because I don't want to be wearing my entire torso encased in silicone. No, thank you. Heard it's miserable to take off and tears your hair out. Um, I did find one that was just like a half chest, but it's a little too small for me. Like, and I can't like imagine spandex? wearing... No, silicone. Spandex not going to hold this in. Um... Yeah, I was just talking about spandex. No, yeah, yeah, because I, 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 it's, it's because that's gonna be too many layers of. If you're talking about like a spandex top, I still have to wear something to push this all in, and yeah. Well, then just modify your token and cover up your boobs. Yeah, I, I haven't decided how I'm gonna solve that problem yet, so I'm leaving it open. Or just give everybody a thrill. (laughs) Yeah, that probably work at Dragon Con, but nowhere else. (laughs) Right. And only after 11 p.m. And only after 11 p.m. <laughs> the things I've seen. Lord have mercy. Oh, yeah. I've seen some out. <laughs> yeah, I saw some of the people you were hanging out with later at night, and I was like, Jackie. Yeah. Be careful. What? I was like, be careful. 
Oh, I was careful. There was like a couple of slutty elves I was worried about. <laughs> yeah, I only saw them and you saw pictures I saw them in passing. I wasn't hanging out with them. Slutty elves. Slutty elves. Look, if you can't hang out with slutty elves. Who can you hang out with? You're right. Who can you hang out with? Uh, so we, anyway, we need your nad brags, <laughs> your feature work, uh, up and coming artists for our social media. And when I say our mm-hmm. social media, I mean Jackie's social media because she yeah, is the queen. My, uh, I'm the queen. Uh, let Jackie know at, uh, Jackie at mirrorsandblack.com. Uh, mm-hmm. if you have something in work, if you see an art, new artist that needs to be recognized, um, Brag about your recent show conquests um, and whatever else. You got a new nice horse. Yeah. You found something at, you know, a, an antique store like people do and say, Oh, we Holy had somebody crap. with a with a decorator five gator that they got for like 10 bucks or I something. Know. It was yellowed. And yeah, that was it. It was crazy. Yeah. Or uh, I can't remember who it is. Uh, found Went to an antique store and found a ton of Hagen Renekers. Oh my god! Like ninety of them. I'm not even oh kidding. I, I saw that on Clinky Connection. So let us know. You know. Yeah. All right. Oh. We have uh, new countries: Singapore and Thailand. Yeah, Ta- that's Ta- exotic. So Singapore was a couple of shows ago, mm-hmm. and I forgot to mention it. I don't know how I let that happen. No Seriously. one, no one has stepped forward and claimed responsibility for that Singapore. So I'm not really sure. Um. Uh, uh, and then. Finally, we're going to talk about Queen Elizabeth II, the OG horse girl, is what it says here in the show flow. Yeah, I, uh, I just thought, you know, there was a big outpouring from the hobby community and the equestrian oh, community, yeah, and there were horses very symbolic in the funeral and some other places. Uh, and I just thought, put the colonialism arguments and the patriarchy and all that, you know, stuff aside, if you can, and we just want to talk about her as a horsewoman, because... She was the OG horse girl. She even had model horses we, when she was little. You could see pictures of them, even though that they're mm. priceless chinas. But... Yeah, I was going to say, they're probably. <laughs> so, yeah, so we'll spend a little time on that. Um, otherwise, uh, we are going to take a break, and we will be back with the news. The Mares in Black would like to thank our herd nerds, Allison Paris, Andrea Brigadier, and Field. Anne Hudson, Ashley J, Bree Cundiff, Candace Jean, CJC, Chris Walbrook, Cynthia Wyatt Briley, Darlene Stoddard, Eclectic Equines, Elaine Boardway, Aaron Michelle, Gail Berg, Grace Bachism, Haley Walker, Heather Bullock, Heather Wisner, Heather Zeiger, Isabel Witten, Jamie Stein, Jenny Lambert, Jennifer Wilson, Julie Ward, Karen Beeson, Kate Dwyer, Katie Niles, Kelly Weimer, Kenzie Williamson, Kira Matrajek, Katie Murata, Laura Heidkamp, Lisa Esping, Mackenzie Ferguson, Madison Parkinson, Maeve King Devery, Mary Reardon, Megan Smith, Megan Rochelle, Mel Boynes, Melissa Addison, Melissa Loritzen, Michael Price, Nakani Mead, Nikki Herzog, Robbie Ramirez, Sandra Gibson, Sarah Hampson, Susan Boyer, 
Tara Rich, Teresa Bazell, Tracy Calamar, and Yashka Hallen. The mayors thank you. podcast we are now in the news and the news is mib is first because it's our podcast it's right uh we don't have a lot to talk about it's uh it's kind of this is kind of the lull season for model horses if you will briar doesn't put a lot out there's uh, there's a, not a lot of shows right after briar fest it starts picking back up um towards the end of the, september um uh, we mm-hmm. i went to a show last weekend um and i should have talked about that up front but um briar has a little bit of news stone copper fox we have just news stories from all over but for us let's talk about the patreon yeah let's talk about the patreon we Uh, have a patreon we have 120 members on our patreon this weekend uh on friday night we're doing our zoom party which is a powerpoint party and everybody comes and uh talks about something for 10 to 20 minutes and it can be funny. It can be informative. It can be, you know, um, serious. It can be, it can be about movies. It doesn't have to be horse related. So that's like, that's like a super fun, uh, part of just part of being the Patreon. We also, um, have exclusive items right now. We're selling our, um, our medallion by Mel Miller. Um, we have exclusive, um, um, t-shirts and stuff that's only available to the patrons of our group. And it's a great bunch of people. We have a discord that's very active. It's very supportive. Um, it talks about news, things going on with your lives, model horses. Um, it's a lot like blab before blab was not blab, but kind of terrible. Blab. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. blab used to be super it's fun. That, that community. Uh, and we should just add that we are recording on Tuesday, September 20th. We are. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I, um, I encourage you to join. You can join for a little as a dollar uh, or for as much as 12 per month. Um, and uh, you can check out on uh, patreon.com slash mayors in black and mm-hmm. see all the tiers that we offer and uh, or search model horses on Patreon. It's up You'll to you. Us. Do yeah. you have anything to add, Jacqueline? I don't. I do not. <laughs> All right. On to Briar. On to Briar. So, so many things. Briar's always just popping off all the time. Um, the, the 2022 Halloween store opened um, last week, right? Yes. Like Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Um, and we had Maelstrom, who is the... The big traditional scale horse. There's a Tabitha, the Freedom Series scale horse. They had a hoodie. Um, there was an enamel pin. Looks like everything is. Nope, the stable mates are out of stock. The blind um, bags are not in stock. The anymore. blind bags are gone. There's a plush. Um, so everything's still Scally. available except except for the. I did try. I didn't really want. I didn't want stable mates, but I tried during the melee to get the classic, and there was it was just not working. So I'm like, ugh. So I guess I'll I try got Maelstrom because I love mm-hmm. Maelstrom. Uh, Maelstrom's designed by Lauren Holfer, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the classic is designed by Christine Jordan. Um, and I also yep. got Skelly because I collect the plushes. So. These are plushy. So cute. 
Yeah, I should do. I'll, I'll order Tabitha later. Do 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 do. I like her color. It's uh, pretty. We also um a lot of people were on podcasts this week. Um, JD yeah. was on the Horse People podcast. Um, and, uh, I haven't listened to it yet, so forgive me, Jamie, but how much work does it take to pull off Briarfest? How does a Briar, how does Briar pick their portrait horses? What's the process between, behind hand-painting each and every Briar model? Uh, senior events manager, Jamie, uh, Potkaleski joins the Horse People podcast to answer all those questions and more. And it's on Spotify and Apple podcasts. I'm sure it's available, uh, a bunch of other places just like ours is. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I have not listened, as I said, because I haven't had time. Work has been killing me. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it, it's, it's super informative. Jamie's, um, very great about explaining stuff. She's been with Briar for a long time, so she completely understands all the processes. And I'm yeah. sure it's a really good window into how things work behind the plastic curtain. Nice. The plastic curtain. Um, also coming up on Mo- October 8th, we have uh, Rick Saddle Shop Briar Halloween Model Horse Show. This is somewhat local to me. It's in Cream Ridge. It's, I don't know, an hour, hour 20 minutes um, from me. I was going to say, where is that exactly? It's not that far. I, the Rick Saddle Shop holds model events frequently. Um, I don't typically show because they tend to be, I mean, well, at, you can see there's two divisions, 10 and under, 11 and older. Yeah, and I mean, the, the class list looks very much like you. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I I, I really have never attended one of these because I, I don't, they're not, they're kind of like introductory sure. level and it's not who I am. Um, you are not but, the demographic. <laughs> no, I am not the demographic. Also, this is during New York Comic Con, so I will yeah. not be going to this either. Um, but they're always very well attended. Um, I hear good things about them. So, you know, if you're in New Jersey and you're near Cream Ridge, you want to check out a model horse show, go for it. You can enter to win a, Nic- a Nicholas model. If you don't have one, they're going to have a 20% off sale on Briar Horses. Oh, that's um, great. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's it's a, it's typically, I, I know it's, 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 a, it's a good beginner event. Do they have pretty good stock? I've never set foot in the place. Oh. I couldn't tell you. It's in, it's it's not it's not it's like it's it's an hour away from me, yeah. and I no longer have a reason to go to tax tax stores. So uh, I couldn't tell you. Throwback Thursday. So I love this image. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, this image is from 1975. I was six, so I was probably I had a couple or three prior horses at that point, and I remember mm-hmm. having the catalog and seeing all. Because most of these are Maureen loves, oh, and gosh, just yeah. being awestruck by how beautiful these pieces were, and I managed in my youth to collect. Before I was ten years old, I got every single one of these that I could. Right, nice. Um, I had all the racehorses. I had the Lipizzan. I had Hobo, and I had all the stable mates in every single color that I could find, and a couple of the. The weird ones, right? Where they the Morgan mm-hmm. got painted as the Arabian stallion. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. So I, this is very nostalgic for me. Um, I wonder who these kids are. Like, if they're models or they're staffers' kids, or or it's 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 a great picture, and you can see how they dressed us. Yeah. In the right. Seventies. It was terrible. God. It was terrible. Um, 
but yeah, like this, this gave me a lot of feels. There was another throwback Thursday that this past week with Chris actually showing Chris Hess um, sculpting, which uh, mm. I had never seen before. I've never laid eyes on Chris Hess. I had no idea what he looked like. And he was, not, Oh wow. I, it was not who visually who I had in my head. I had a very kind of CW Anderson kind of vision of him. And he was, he was not that he was younger and dark, mm-hmm. you know, darker, you know, complected. And, uh, like it was, it was amazing picture. He had the, the big googly magnifying glass eyes yeah. that all the, all of our friends wear that are artists. It was great. <laughs> cool. But we have uh, a link to that picture. Sorry. On the no, blog. that's right. Yes. Uh, also, by the time you hear this, I think this will be over. Um, but Briar is up again for the National Toy of National Museum of Play. Um, and it would be great if they got in. I have um, voted they, every up, day. Yeah, they're up against Bingo, Night Lightbright, Masters of the Universe, Nerf Toys, Catan, the Pinata, Phase 10, Pound Puppies, oh. Rack Zero or Rack O, Spirograph, and Top. That's a tough list. Wow, that's an interesting list. Yeah. I mean, Masters of the Universe is still really well loved by, and, you know, men just brigade oh, yeah. polls like this. So I'm not optimistic, but I hope we win. We get, we've been in the finals a couple of times. Yeah. There's, a, that's a rough list. Yeah. Light Bright? Jeez. Yeah. Light Bright? Yeah, forget it. Catan? But like, also like, bingo and the top like i mean i'm like why are those not (laughs) even even pound puppies has a cult following so yeah and i think it's 100 percent at this point the boat so there's no committee at this point um but hopefully we win it says it says the three toys that receive the most public votes will be submitted in one ballot and joint will join other top three submissions from members of the national selection advisory committee oh oof that's weird. Final inductees revealed on Thursday, November 10th. So we will follow this story. Breaking. Chester. Huh. Yep. Yeah, the voting uh, voting ends on the 21st. So. Yeah. So that's <laughs> tomorrow. So that's tomorrow. <laughs> so that will not be happening. That uh, <laughs> National Fun Day. Yes. Fun. This just came out today. So it's 10, 15, 22 on the day of my show, of course. Yeah, isn't that your show? <laughs> <laughs> uh hey if you're around colorado erie equine is is going on that day uh because i don't yeah. think there's a fun day in colorado let's look no uh but there are a, a whole bunch of places there is so uh the falls national briar fun day will be taking place in both stores call your local retailer for details and online at briar yeah, say there's also an online version and on briar social media on saturday october 15th Get inspired by the beautiful colors that fall brings. And they will virtually meet up with you. There is um, a list of people doing workshops. Christina Riley, Josie Holland, Callie Geyer, and Kinsey Williamson Mm -hmm. um, are hosting clinics for all sorts of uh, art uh, projects. And then there's a whole list of states that are having participating. Yeah, there's there's not one in New Jersey either. That's crazy. Um, Yeah. But yeah, this would the, be like this would be like a Rick Saddle Shop thing, I would think. Yeah. So it's all toy stores and tack shops, obviously. Yeah. Um, so check it out. Uh, we have a link to Briar's page on the blog so you can see all the places they're having them and the workshop list. Check it. Check, 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 check,
check. Check, check. Stone. Stone. This is Tempest and Darley. These are uh, pewter micros that Stone is making. One is Warmblood. One is the Chips Arab. Um, they're they're super cute, and they're in um, as I said before, pewter. So they're mm -hmm. um, they're pretty durable, if, if not bendy. Um, but they it says Microchips has finally landed. Meet Tempest and Darley. Um, uh, because of a delay, they will be shipping these two together. And mm -hmm. thanks for your patience. Huzzah! Nice. Okay, so there is a... Looks like they're hosting a horse show. The Little Horse Show Wilderness Retreat. This is September 29th and 30th to October 1st. Um, this is in the Pata... Pata... Oh, Pata Watami. Pata Watami in Pokagon State Park, Lake James, Indiana. It's an AMSA-approved show. Um, they've got the judges listed. Um, it's a whole fun-filled weekend of relaxation. More info coming soon. Yeah, uh, it's a wilderness retreat. We used to have a thing up here um, for uh, Stone called uh, Rocky Mountain Rendezvous that was kind of a show and a retreat. It was like a cookout and a hangout and, and some other stuff went on. I'm not... They don't have um, some... Oh, yeah, they do. Here it is. Uh, Friday, yeah. uh, 8 a.m., trailblazing with Ellen, uh, trail ride, uh, picnic lunch, showroom, dinner, bonfire and ghost stories. That sounds great. That sounds awesome. And then Saturday <laughs> is the, the horse show. So uh, it, it's very much like RMR. That's how RMR operated. And they're having this mm -hmm. in Indiana closer to home. So looks like a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it does. This podcast is going to cut it close for when this is uh, this is happening. So uh, hopefully yeah. it'll be out before the 29th if you decide at the last minute to go. Yeah. 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 Uh, right, on to Copper Fox. Copper Fox. So these are gone already, but I just wanted yeah. to share them because they're so pretty. Um, yeah, these are, are uh, the Connemara um, in indigo blue and they're... Oh, gorgeous um they're so they're like pretty. sapphire i think is what they're calling this color and mm -hmm. uh it is it's just it's a nice sculpture it's a very functional sculpture for performance and this is just a super beautiful color yeah it's a pretty color uh it sold out the run was limited to 100 pieces which is not terribly small like it's small for briar but it's not small for copper fox so if you want one yeah but i feel they sell these out constantly. they do they're like, like snappo yeah like snappo snappo gone it's like brondo <laughs> alakazam <laughs> what, plant, what plants crave <laughs> um <laughs> so myla pierce who lives south of me in colorado springs is in the news so here we go. Shout out Colorado. This is from uh, late August. Um, they did a nice little interview with Myla um, talking about her background as an artist. Um, some lovely, lovely, lovely pictures of her work. Yeah, the pictures are great. Um, there's some of those pictures are oh, that dapple gray. I want to die anyway. Um, so it talks more about how she got into being an equine artist um she had been a horseshoer for a while and she retired from that and started picking up doing horses yeah um 
they really go in depth with this. And I think that that's, it's a really great article about, about her history and the hobby and stuff like that. And they've got lots and lots of pictures. Oh, so the pictures of her work are gorgeous. So Mm. they, she probably took them. (laughs) Yeah. But they're nice examples of like, what she's doing. And and you can look at this and go, oh, wow. Okay. This is like for real. But the link to this article, if you want to read it, is on our blog. Congrats, yeah. Myla. Yeah, Myla, congrats. Uh, um, what have we got next? So this is news. This is actually. Oh, this is good news. Yeah. yeah. Um, Identifier Briar update. I can finally share the good news. This is posted by, uh, I don't know if it's Alita or Elida Tau. Mm-hmm. But we are happy to announce that Identifier Briar and its sister sites are oh, being This is updated. on Triple Mountain. This is on Triple Mountain Yeah, Model Triple Horses. Mountain Model Horses. Janice, who started um, IDBYB, um, passed away unexpectedly in 2021. There will be three, curate, three curators working together to manage the sites. Um, mm-hmm. And they will bring the database up, up to date. Um, the curator group consists of three collectors. Stephanie Michelle of Minnesota, Stephanie Van Horn of Quebec, and uh, Alita herself of Maine. Mm-hmm. Um, and they bring different skill sets. So um, I think this is good news. Uh, it, obviously, the site's been in a standstill since we lost Janice. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's great news. Um, and uh, congratulations to you guys. Yeah. Very excited to have that back up. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. The more, you know, the more resources stay online, the better. A hundred percent. Karen Beeson is doing some more painting classes. Um, she's going to be doing a dapple gray class. Uh, do, 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 Wednesday evenings between October 5th and November 30th, 7 to 9 p.m. Central. And she's also doing her Appaloosa class again. <coughs> Um, this is on Tuesday afternoons, 1 to 3 p.m. Central, October 11th through November 8th. Um, I know a, a bunch of people that took the Appaloosa class and loved it yeah. and thought it was great. I also want to know that the Dapple Gray class is considered a intermediate to advanced class, whereas the Black Leopard Appy class is come one, come all kind of, you know, it's a, it, yeah. a beginner through advanced. We'll get something out of that class. Yeah. Awesome. So they're on Zoom. So, you know, yep. they're certainly if you want to bump up your painting skills, try something new, go for it. So the, there are links on the blog to the specific classes um, that will give you more information about how to contact Karen and register. Oh, hang on. I'm sorry. I went to the next link and it was on YouTube and it's just incredibly loud. Thank you. Yeah. Is it blaring cool. at you? <laughs> this YouTube is how to create beautiful white markings on model horses. Uh, this is Cynthia Wyatt Briley of Bad Fish Studios, uh, who is a dear friend of mine. And um, she is such a magnificent painter. She is so talented. Um, and she's uh, she always flies under the radar because she doesn't she doesn't really blow her own horn. She's super mm-hmm. introvert. Uh, she just did um, uh, one of Amelia Carilla's horses for me, the the Finnish horse, and she she painted it Appaloosa, and it is stunning. It is so stunning that and so detailed that the pictures are great, 
but you don't notice how much detail there is until you get it in person and see all the tiny little hair work. Oh yeah. It is, it is bananas. Um, and I'm so privileged to have a piece of her work. So, and I also have a medallion I just got by her and I cannot tell you enough how wonderful Cynthia is as a person. She is such a ray of sunshine and she's so cute and I love her. And if you want to learn how to paint white markings, she is a great teacher because she's patient and kind and, and very explanatory. Yay. Yay. Love you, Cynthia. <laughs> uh, so we are another podcast horses in the morning, um, did a podcast about men riding side saddle and they featured our buddy Fabian Rodriguez. Who could it be? Fabian. Who could it be? Fabian looking fantastic. It doesn't side it? Saddle. He looks he amazing. Does. Um, so horses in the morning uh interviewed fabian and again i haven't listened to it yet uh because i haven't had time but i'm i plan to and uh i think um fabian is is uh so eloquent so i'm sure he he brings a lot of light to a subject that would probably be blown off or not taken seriously by a lot of people Mm -hmm. and he really um can explain um they had a side saddle thing out at jennifer buxton's barn that fabian came to and saddled the horses with his gear and let everybody ride Mm -hmm. around like that and you know he was he he was i talked to him about it at the show on saturday and he had a great time and he really enjoyed teaching everybody you know it's it's a different center of balance it's a different oh yeah way to ride so i've never ridden side saddle personally i've never even been in a side saddle so really that's awesome so so yeah, so I I think um, it would be really illuminating to listen to this to and listen to you know a minority in 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 a a discipline that's clearly set out for one gender, right? So I think oh yeah yeah I think it's it's super cool. It's awesome. Congrats, Fabe. Uh, model horse place is sticking around. Yay! Yay! Um, site's going to stay, be staying and there's going to be a team of customer service admins to help with the site and emails. More info on the way that as of the end of July from Erica AP. Yeah. Erica, um, Ipes was, uh, really, uh, yeah, she told me it's Ipes like Yipes. Um, okay. <laughs> she told me that, um, you know, it was really, it was just her, mm-hmm. um, and she was really getting bombarded with people that you know, weren't happy and weren't taking into account that she was doing this for free and, you know, being, people being themselves, being ungrateful as usual. So she was going to shut the site down and people came to her aid, which this hobby does. If there's, you know, if there's a need, people will come help you just ask for it. And so hopefully this will be a new, you know, resource. Nobody wants to pay those eBay fees. This is a reputable site. Stop using eBay. Stop. And like model horse sales pages, no one's paying attention to that one anymore. I mean, it's got to, I, I love carrots. It's going to break but, at some point. And, and people still look at it. But I mean, I think that this is, this site is modern and, and, uh, and you can have a store on there. You can put a horses up for auction. You can put them up for straight sale. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very versatile if you take a look at it. So, oh yeah, no, I've used so, it. It's, it's, you know, it's easy to use on top yeah. of it. Thanks to all the people that came to to Erica's aid, and and we are glad that site is sticking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, this is gonna be another YouTube page. I like. <laughs> there we go. Okay, 
Bat Stormy Strikes. M- mischief Banner. Briar, Fe- <laughs> Briar Fest 2022 video. Like, I forget that these are so loud. <laughs> like, oh, jeez. Oh, Lord. Um, it's so, loud. so it's uh she she did the whole video as I she normally breaks these up but this is a whole uh, like forty two minute video about her Briarfest experience. Um, I I actually did have time to watch this and this is okay. Great. I, was I say, love I Stormy this. and and I I put it on while I was working and and it's just great to hear her voice and uh, mm-hmm. her dad. We actually saw them Sunday um out at the park. Oh yeah, and it was just great. Um, you know and and. She, she talked through so many different things, things I didn't get to do, like the social media meetup and stuff like that. So uh, it's worth, uh, it's worth watching. Uh, it's, it's like a regular episode of television. It's 42 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. So check that out. Yes, please Uh, check it out. Link on blog. Yeah. So, um, some sad news. Mountain View Studios, which is a resin uh, company, they they cast sculptor like sculptors send them their sculpture and they cast it in in resin and sell them. Um, they are closing down. Yeah, they've been one of the major yeah. providers of resin oh, yeah. bodies in this hobby for for twenty something years. Like I didn't realize who all was like who still got their resins done, you know, cast it, cast by them. And like, but oh, well, yeah, a whole lot of people are like, oh yeah, I've got to find a new caster. Yeah. Like Morgan Kilborn, I think gets her horses done there. Yeah. Morgan, uh, mm. tons of people. I mean, Jolt, there's Jolt, there's yeah. Shanta, uh, Debar. You're talking uh, about, you're talking about companies. Yes. I'm talking about Morgan gets, that's where Morgan's. Right. I'm just saying who's still MBS. in business. Yeah. Um, uh, I think resins by Randy is. I think so too, but uh, I don't think he does a lot of volume. Yeah, Debar is not still open. No, are no. they? No, no, they came back to do a run, but yeah, that's it. Joel, I know the Olps are doing stuff. I'm sorry, Maggie. Uh, Daybar, Daybar. Sorry, <laughs> that's me. Kim, 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 and Dave will come for us. I know they will. Kim especially. <laughs> like, I feel like Kim would not let me let that down. Um, uh, yeah, so. Yeah, so we we know, I, we know um, Sherry and her family is embarking on new businesses and we wish them luck, but they will yeah. be sorely missed. No, 100%. Uh, and finally, this also just crossed my email today. Uh, Kelly Seeley is a. Uh, sent out her newsletter and she's got a new piece which is this super cool rearing horse on a base but on one foot named ragnar yeah he's he dope. is he is dope <laughs> um 100 he's dope he's getting cast by adult studios i guess um there's also some of the these 3d color prints that she does She's doing a micro mini of the the unicorn with the rainbow mane and tail. Um, that's available now. I I couldn't. She's there's only limited copies of those, and I couldn't exactly figure out what the heck was going on with them. But, um, but it's a micro mini. It's very, little bitty. Um, very itty bitty. Um, I also love this Appaloosa here. This Appaloosa thistle down. <laughs> Jackie's I really just, wish I had. Jackie's just shopping at this point. I know. Sorry. <laughs> well, I can't shop because you had to pre-order those, and I didn't get around to that. Um, 
And Kelly's always messing around with the the printer and shrinking things. So she's like got some crazy little tiny like like she's got a capriole that's about the size of her fingernail in here. Um, that is too tiny for my. That butt. is I'm insane. Sorry. Right? I, I can just... hardly see it. It's larger than life. I'm sure, and I can still <laughs> hardly. <laughs> oh my gosh, she, she's just does amazing stuff with the with the printer. It's incredible. Yeah, Kelly's always pushing the envelope, and it's yeah. it's fascinating to watch. Um, uh, and if you're going to the uh, the British Model Equine Championship oh, yeah, show, she'll be, be there. BMX. We'll talk about BMX when we know more. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. We're just going to talk about um, Queen Elizabeth as a horsewoman um, and uh, probably get some more wine. The Mares in Black podcast. All right, we're back. Um, so we lost last week, actually. We lost the Queen of England um, at uh, 96. She had just had her Platinum Jubilee, um, which made her the longest ruler, uh, monarch ruler in England at 70 years. Um, she um, is a divisive figure uh, to many people, but we're not here to talk about that, although we do acknowledge it and uh, those mm-hmm. feelings are valid. Um, we want to talk about her as a horsewoman, which is why there was such an outpouring of grief for her among the hobby um, and actually the real equestrian world. Um, the, the queen was an acknowledged horsewoman. Uh, there are pictures of her uh, early in life actually playing with model horses, uh, china, uh, wooden, um, some other figurines. And so uh, a lot of people refer to her as the OG model horse girl. Um, <laughs> You know, so I, it's, she's endearing to me in that way. Um, she, Briar published, um, uh, a picture when she passed of her with her ponies. Um, and she did this every year. She had pictures with her. She loved her horses so much. It was well documented that, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, if you were going to get born anywhere to a profession as a horse girl, this is it. When she died, she had over a hundred horses personally. Right. Oh, wow. Um, So, uh, one of the very touching things at the funeral was that, um, and I'm sure this was her wishes is she wanted her horses incorporated into the funeral. Um, one of the ones that kind of made me choke up a little was Emma, the pony she was riding in her last few years, um, Mm -hmm. was stationed at the long walk to Windsor castle where all the flowers was laid out and the, the walk up to um, the actual castle itself from the people that had left them at Buckingham Palace. And there was uh, a path cut out and Emma was standing there with um, the royal groom who rode with Queen Elizabeth all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And the pony stood at attention with, his, uh, with her groom while uh, a fell pony while the uh, funeral procession passed and it was oh, so funny. touching uh, her corgis were also out as well and allowed to attend uh, the processional uh, she also had four of her surviving um, canadian mounted horses in the funeral that led the cortege um, she was gifted mm-hmm. eight by the royal mounted police royal canadian mounted police 
uh, four had passed on or were old enough to be retired and couldn't do it. But they flew four over to England and they, wow, they uh, led the processional of the Mounties, um, which were there some like 20 of them. Um, She was also noted for being a preservationist um, and she saved the Cleveland Bay horse single handedly, single handedly. There were four Hmm. stallions um, in England, and that was it. And they grew the breed back out of those. So she had one in particular that she kept for herself. um, And then uh, once she had uh, her stock, she released uh, the stallion to do his business for the public as well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, you know, Beth Lamb, who uh, is a hobbyist uh, and a great, a uh, friend of mine has a Cleveland Bay. So thanks to the yeah. queen, you know, these horses are in America She's now. looking for another one, Yeah. So I think that's wonderful. Um, there's also a great retrospective um, that I included in the blog post. Uh, I won't go through all of them here. Uh, on Town Country Magazine of, of her through her life with all her horses. From the time that she sat on a pony at the first time when she was three or four all the way up to her death and riding with her groom, Jack. Um, and finally, um, uh, uh, Burmese, who was her favorite horse, um, when anyone, anyone would ever ask her, a Burmese was also um, a royal-mounted Canadian mare, uh, police horse, mm-hmm. and this was her favorite horse whenever when anyone would ask her of all, you know, who were her favorite horses, Burmese as a riding horse would come up. Um, so there's a Wikipedia link to the discussion on that horse. She was also, um, a big racing enthusiast. Um, and her horse, uh, won the Royal Ascot, I believe in 2013, I want to say. Um, yeah. And it was the first Royal horse bred horse to win. Right. Wasn't it? And it was a big deal, big deal. And she, yeah. if you go back and see the video of this horse winning, uh, it starts with an A. I can't remember the name, but she just flipped her lid. She was so happy. <laughs> and the queen was always very duty bound, very um, calm, uh, mm-hmm. very focused. Um, and the only time I swear I ever saw her get super excited was around horses. Like, yeah, she always was smiling in the, every picture with her with a horse. And I feel that, man. I feel yeah, that. Yeah, I do too. So, you know, rest in peace, uh, QE2, Queen Elizabeth, Lilibet. Um, I also heard she liked to sneak around and watch the crown, which I think is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it's my parents took me. We lived in Germany when I was a kid, and I know I've said this a thousand times. But the summers, we would go to different countries. We went to England for her, for her silver jubilee in the 70s. Um, mm. and saw the parades and stuff like that. My mom brought back like stuff from Harrods and stuff from um, uh, other like little commemorative stuff that we still have from the from the Jubilee, and it it was amazing. And all I remember is just all the horses. Every time I go to England, I'm just like, I need to live here. These people understand <laughs> prioritizing horses. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, you know, I, I, um, I know people were uh, affected by her, her passing. We wanted to recognize that. Um, Jackie, do you have anything to add? I, I, I don't, because I mean, really, this is, 
it, it's been it was a blip on the, my radar. I was like, oh yeah, okay, that's sad. And you know, I, I, I don't. Okay, actually, if, weird fact. Yeah. Um, so we were kind of talk. We were kind of talking about this. I don't remember who I was talking to. Dave was there, and there somebody we were. I was asking about what the succession was, and we were. I was trying to piece it together because it's vague. Oh, like, I know. I know. I know. What I know. Diana. Is. I know Diana had two kids, and I couldn't remember which one was first. Dave rattles the whole thing off, and I was like, "Where's that?" Dave and I get along on a lot of weird levels, and he's yeah, and he's like, he's like, "Oh yeah," he says, "Lines of succession fascinate me." He's like, "So why I know all the presidents?" I'm like, "Oh, all right, I had no idea you had this fact in your head." Well, one of the interesting things is though for me, Queen Elizabeth ended primogeniture, which um, Mm -hmm. always said the male heir. No yeah. matter where he falls in birth order is going to inherit the crown. So primogenitor was there for her children, but with William's children, um, primogenitor was ended. Now mm-hmm. they did their boy. They have a son and he will be, he's in third in line for the King, the King, yeah. William, uh, Edward, I think is his name. Um, but if Charlotte had been first, it would have been Queen Charlotte. Yeah. So interesting. So, yeah. So, but, yeah. It's Diana's kids. Yeah. What Another interesting thing is Charles, who is king now, um, mm-hmm. his second marriage, his wife is uh, Camilla's queen consort. Right. Which is, ostensibly, the queen. Yeah. Everybody thinks queen consort is different. I'm like, no. She's the not queen. Really. She's yeah. the queen. She won't, because she's not the king, because she's not in the line. She will right. become the queen mother, just like Elizabeth's mother did when her husband died. So. Yeah, she does. There's not power. There's not power right. associated with her but situation. She's, you know, she was kind of called the princess of the, that or the duchess or something. Mm-hmm. She's queen consort now. So, yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, we are going to take a break. We'll be back with Instagram in progress and we'll close the show. Bears in black. When we're back for Instagram in progress, um, we start out with Amanda Brock of Rogue Horse Studio doing a little sculpting on a bunny. She's using a Dremel on it. I guess this is going to be an, something similar to the blueberry bunnies that she did earlier this year. I don't know. He looks a little more detailed than that. But have you ever seen anyone that, look that so... Bunny, that blueberry bunny's pretty pretty detailed. Yeah, but he's, I don't he's, know. He's stylized. He we'll see. At any rate, look yeah. at how freaking amazing she looks with a freaking gas mask on. It's a respirator. Like, oh my God. It's Amanda. She's Amanda. gonna look good in anything. I know. To put a potato sack in a you know. Right. Ugh, woman. Amanda, why? Why? Anyway. It wouldn't be because <laughs> she's twenty years younger than us. Shut up. Um, another really good video is uh, Hurrah Studios, who does a lot of schlikes, um, mm-hmm. is showing and it's scaring people apparently with the blade in the comments, yeah. but showing how they uh, customize their horses and they're cutting down the plastic to get the Which look this is they, fascinating. It really is. Just, you know, I'm like, because I've always been a little bit like, how do they remake these horses? Because they are a, a, just... They have to use some different techniques than what you use on briars because yeah, the plastic's different. To. Yeah. 
And just also watching her carve this up, very ASMR. Yeah, it's like <laughs> peeling a potato and or soap. It's yeah, soap. soap. That's yeah. the other thing I thought. Like that looks like soap. But at any rate, this is such a neat video, and and uh, it gives some insight into how Hurrah Studios does some of their just amazing transformations. If I'm being yeah. honest, like I, their faces are so emotive. It's unbelievable. Uh. 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 Next up, CSJ Studio with a trio of micro minis that are Leopard Appaloosa. And how do you paint a Leopard Appaloosa? Seeing spots. They're beautiful. So, yeah, these are, I think, all Maggie's. These are all Maggie's. Yeah. The the one on the left is I with the little tiny spots is particularly fetching, I think. I like Mazella in the middle, but oh no, I'm yeah. sorry. Blue Note Briars is the Nope, Mayors in Black. We're just tagged. Forget me. Yeah. Um, she did tag us. Um, uh, so awesome. Um, and <laughs> it's kind of a small spot, leopard appaloosa, and then kind of a uh I don't want to say semi because it's not, but it's more rony. And then there's yeah. just a straight up big spot. Leopard Appaloosa. And these are amazing. They are amazing. And her name is Hannah. Just your average wannabe artist. You should follow <laughs> her. Link on our blog. Yes. And do do next. Oh, good. It closed the link for me. Thank you. Oh, this is I got to talk about this one because I okay. met this girl at Ace of Spades this weekend. These mm-hmm. horses are by her. She's only been painting a year. And oh my lord, these are so good. They were so good and they did so well at the show. Um, especially yeah. the little uh Croy was the overall mini champion. Um, and it says OF collector turned artist, and just she is so talented so early. Yeah. Um, I also saw the um I think this is a G2 quarter horse down here that's roaned out. Uh, the roaning's a little big for the size, but you can just see she's got the eye, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So keep, a, keep an eye on this girl. She's very talented. Sweet. Uh, well, Instagram is now not letting me see anything. So cool. Um, so you're going to have to talk about Bilberry Bush, too. Uh, just give me a log is, on screen. So this is JH Models sharing a Bilberry Bush. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful kneeling. Um, uh, I think believe this was Kylie Parks that did this horse. And if you've seen the other stuff, the, the, the goldfish horse that Bilberry Bush mm. did, this one is like she painted it to look iridescent rainbow. And it's oh my so amazing. And then she actually, it's a circus horse. She, she put a bridle on it with an actual yeah. ring and then put an actual feather with, with the brass fitting coming out of the top of its freaking uh, headband. I, it's nice. unbelievable. It's so detailed. It's so like, um, I think um, Bilberry Bush's actual name is Anastasia Turnick. And mm-hmm. it's just so crazy the the amazing detail she gets in her stuff. Like I've seen her do so much innovative work, and this is yeah, this is you know a, almost three D. Like, well, it is three D. I'm sorry, but it's like I can't say four D because it's not going through chess. Like, yeah, it's four D chess here, people. You know, 
Yeah. <laughs> but it's really beautiful. Yeah, just it's, say that. <laughs> it's really just the study yeah. of excellence and thinking outside of the box about art, about how to present the accoutrements of mm -hmm. a medallion. Like, it's like, wow. That's crazy. Love it, though. Love it, isn't like, it? Like, love it. It is so good. Mm. All right. We are done. Time to close the show. It's time oh to close gosh. the show. Holy oh crap. Gosh. So, no. uh, yeah, we're only like uh, 1.15 in. Um, we're, we've worked out a schedule where we're going to try and start doing going twice a month again. Um, yeah. It just worked. I feel like we really hit our stride when we were very regular. And I think we're at a point where we right. can be well, regular again. Yeah, the pandemic was chaos. And Jackie yeah. was sick and work is killing me and work mm. was killing her. And so so we're going to go for that again and try and get our get our more regular releases going. Um, yeah, because it'd be like shorter episodes, but more often, which I think is right. better than what we've been. We would really <laughs> love to know what you want to hear, though. I know I say that every episode that email us and tell us who you want to talk uh, us to talk to what you want us to talk about. Like, I have a whole list of things. Um, uh, right now I'm after infinity Briars, who I've heard from, no, I'm going to run her down, I'm gonna run her down. And I also want, um, I talked to Fabian this weekend about talking about his experience at Briar Fest, riding side saddle mm -hmm. and kind of the, that sort of influence. Um, so, you know, just let us know. We also need sponsors, uh, shout outs, people that want to advertise on the show. Uh, mm -hmm. Email us at uh, info at mayorsandblack.com. Uh, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mayorsandblack or search Model Horse Podcast or Mares and Black. Come join us. Hang out on our Discord. Be fun. Woo! You can also subscribe to the Mayors and Black Podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, or any other fine podcast busker busker i like it um you can follow us on facebook twitter instagram tiktok uh twitching theory uh so so i tried to play with this last week oh really um yeah uh and i gotta run i think i have to run a line directly from the router into the basement because it was not which was not I mean, happening on my you're computer. You're hitching right now up here yeah. a little bit, so I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, so it was not having it in the basement at all. Which is too <laughs> bad. I used to, well, because I used to be able to stream down there, and I'm like, mm, something's changed. So I talked to Dave about just because at one point, one point Dave came downstairs and I have a Roku TV in the basement. It's a smart right. TV. So it gets like it does have some like stuff on it. Like there's some channels you can just watch because it's on the internet. And when I first got the TV, Dave Dave came downstairs and I was you know watching murder shows on the thing. And he's <laughs> like, it's like how are you doing that? And I'm like, yeah, it's just it's stuff that's already like it's channels that's on the TV. I can also watch Netflix down there. And he's like, well, do you want me to run cable? And I was like, I don't. <laughs> like I'm not gonna watch cable down here. It's just but now you happen. do. No, uh, our cable and the internet are not this, on the same fire. Oh, not? Ours is, no. so. No, they're not. Even though um, we don't have cable, we use yeah. the same cable to have internet. No, it's not, it's not the same. I don't believe it's the same. It's Fios, right? Um, yeah. 
But what we talked about doing was just, I, I think you can run a, a direct line off of the router. And so I, I asked yeah. about that and it was like, yeah, that seems like it'd be possible. Oh yeah. Cause you know what the thing we didn't talk about in the beginning of the show what? was how I drove directly from Georgia to Toronto, Canada. I don't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know how oh. you were catching a ride. Oh, yeah, so the beginning, uh, so yeah, that's part of why I've been in such a blur. <laughs> so thing. you rode down so, with somebody, okay. so you had to go to Canada? No, no, I drove, I drove, okay, so I drove my car to North Carolina, picked up a ride in North Carolina to Georgia. Oh, on the Tiff, way back, you're talking about Tiff. I'm talking about Tiff. So on the way back, we went from Georgia to North Carolina. I got in the car, because I was kind of like, this was... All right, so what TIFF is, it's the Toronto International Film Festival, yeah. which is where they premiered Weird, which is the the new, like, quote, air quotes, Weird Al biopic with <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al. Um, so it was going to premiere there, and Dave has been trying to get tickets to this thing, and that was apparently a whole gauntlet for them to run. They did reach out to the director who was like, I can't get my wife into this thing, so no, you guys, I'm sorry. Um but uh, we knew it wasn't going to fall together until right before I left for Dragon Con. So I was kind of like, okay, look, I have to be on my way home. I, I have to be home on Tuesday after Dragon Con because Wednesday we need to drive to Toronto. And everybody at Dragon Con was like, you are out of your mind. And I'm like, mm, yeah, this is just how it is. Um, so I drove home from Georgia on Tuesday, went to bed. <laughs> we drove to Toronto on Wednesday. We saw the movie on its premiere Thursday at midnight. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's fabulous. I can't wait for everybody else to see it. How did you get tickets though? Uh, because Dave and like all the 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 super fans like they had to buy t like they had to buy memberships to TIFF. Oh shit! And then tickets went on sale, and it was a lottery, and it was just there was uh, you know, I imagine it was the same kind of thing that typically goes on when multiple concerts go on sale and they're all trading back and forth and stuff like uh. that. So, but they managed to get tickets for everybody. And then there was a matinee the next day and we were trying to get tickets to that, like right up like an hour before the matinee, but we managed to get tickets to that. So we saw it twice. And then we left from like left from the matinee on Friday to go home. We got home at 4 a.m. on Saturday morning. Wow. Yeah. So I was slept all day morning. Sunday. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday, basically. Um, yeah, it was a whirlwind. But, uh, you know. <laughs> hey, look, there were, I have acquaintances online who are like, you're not going to survive Dragon Con. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Not only am I surviving Dragon Con, I'm now being, being a maniac Weird Al fan in another country. Still As not Flo dead. would anyway. say, kiss my grits. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, um, I asked about the Twitter. The reason why this comes up is I asked about this 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 Twitch thing. Must have been like, it must have been before Dragon Con, and it's kind of like okay, I have to, we have to find the moment to kind of deal with this because he was Dave's like, yeah, I think we could probably do that, but it was just not the time to do it. So, so, so I'll probably try and experiment with that again. Yep. You know, in the week between New York Comic Con and us running out for another two weeks in the countryside chasing weird Al again, but 2,500 miles on my car the first week of September, <laughs> just like old time. 
<laughs> we drove across the country, basically. 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 Anyway, it was fun. That's how you close the show now, is just tell a random story. No, because I got one more thing to say. <laughs> oh, I you went, do? Okay. I forgot to talk about Ace of Spades and Cheyenne, Wyoming. That yeah, you Anna were just Miller there. Had, and she was awesome. And uh, I was like, they have a new venue in, at the community college, and it's a beautiful, mm. um, it's a beautiful, like, big meeting room. And I nice. took. I took my, it's like a mini nag rag. I took my little Foley that was uh, the Kylie and oh, yeah. Nikki Button collaboration and it went reserve yep. champion. Yeah. Yay! And I, and my little, uh, uh, flea bitten gray, um, mini Albi by Stephanie went reserve champion. And yay! yay! And come to my show October 15th if you're, if you're in. Denver, Colorado, Kansas, that general area. Yeah. That general area. Anyway, because Jackie's not coming and I am sad. I can't. I know you I can't. can't. I can't. I tried to get Con Stephanie Con. to come out too and she can't because yeah. Bud has yeah, stuff it's just, planned. It's just too much. I see how it is, y'all. Yeah. Well, you and Stephanie, I see it. Well, I'm not. Stephanie's not coming to see Weird Al with me. So I don't know how that links up but anyway i just mentioned stephanie can't come out either because yeah. bud has stuff playing for her i'm just telling well you. that's bud then not you that's not, or not Steph, telling bud. you i know where i okay. fall y'all yeah you you fall after the weird out after, let's see weird, weird, out, weird out Dave, in carnegie hall link cosplay dragon con ice cream sandwiches <laughs> You could have come to Dragon Con. You opted not to. I couldn't. My job was so crazy. Yeah. Actually, I think it was better this way, too. You didn't have me slugging around behind you going, let's go over here and talk about Venture Brothers. It could be a pure link. So many Venture Brothers cosplayers. I loved every single one that you sent me. Well, also, Adult Swim is out of Atlanta, so... I saw henchmen every time I turned around. Josh would have died. I didn't see any actual Venture Brothers. All I saw was the Monarch, Dr. Girlfriend, and henchmen everywhere. No one ever dresses like Dean or Hank or... Yeah. Brock Samson is always the Monarch in his crew. Like, when I went to Dragon Con... 15 years ago, Dr. Girlfriend was there in her pink outfit with the pillbox. Yeah. I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah. I was, I was, there was a Zelda meetup. I was walking to it and I was coming away. I went, <laughs> Dr. Girl. I was like, Dr. Girlfriend. She's like, yeah. Like, like can I get your picture? Oh yeah. <laughs> Loved it. So funny. Um, well, let me, let's plan on 2024. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. If we can get a host hotel, that'd be great. Because, man, I walked a lot. I'm just uh, um, I'll see. <laughs> so, Raytheon Card has a corporate end, so I'll see what I can do. Oh, yeah. Let's see what we can do. All right. Because well, last plans. time when we went, the last Dragon Con I went to, I managed to, it was sold out, and I managed to get us a suite, like, <gasps> on the upper floors. So, oh, my God. Yeah, All right. That's plans. Plans. All plans. right. We love you guys. We got to go. Plans. Uh, your right. best. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Um, yeah. even if you want to come on the show and talk about something, come talk. Like, yeah, talk to us. Yeah, 
especially diversity, inclusivity, that kind of stuff. We love that. Our platform, come talk to us. Oh, one more thing. God, I'm sorry. We raised two grand for yeah. Outright International uh, in Ukraine. Um, awesome. At the show at Resin Renaissance, we appreciate everybody that donated, that bidded. Uh, I donated the funds um, about three weeks ago. We got a very nice thank you note and kind of a quizzical, what the hell is this from and why did you do <laughs> So I explained it to them and they were like, oh, thank you very much. So... Uh, so yeah, so thanks for everybody. We sent two grand to um, the LGBTQIA plus community in Ukraine, um, where getting help is probably a little bit harder than even for you know refugees that just don't have flair. So, <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna go. Love you guys. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. The Mares in Black podcast. Created and hosted by Heather Malone and Jackie Rossi. Written by Heather Malone. Produced by Heather Malone, Jackie Rossi, and Joshua Wessner. Edited by Joshua Wessner. Engineered at Two Ton Studios. Fulfillment Enforcer, Jackie Rossi.